Are you a bookkeeper, virtual assistant, VA, or small business owner who needs to close out the end of the year for your bookkeeping? Have you felt intimidated hearing about others closing out the books and you wondered if you were missing out on something? Today, we're going to walk you through a normal year-end close of the books. If you're using a computerized software like QuickBooks, it's easier than ever if you follow this step-by-step process. Are you stressing a little since you've never closed the books before? Not to worry, we're here to help. Listen in and get all the details. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right, as an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week, you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Want to know more? Head over to financialadventure.com QuickBooks and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about all the steps you should be taking to close out your year-end bookkeeping. So, what exactly does it mean to close out your year-end? Simply put, it's the process to make sure that all your financial transactions are entered, up-to-date, and recorded properly. This may sound intimidating, But rest assured, if you follow these simple steps we're going to talk about today, you will feel good about doing it. As a bookkeeper, virtual assistant, VA, or small business owner doing your own bookkeeping, it's important to close out your books at year end to make sure that you have everything entered into that year so that you have an accurate set of financial statements to correctly file your tax return. Your financial statements would include your balance sheet and your profit and loss report. I normally recommend to my clients that they close out their end of the year bookkeeping 
after they've received their last bank statements and credit card statements for the year. This means that many of the final adjustments you make for your business are entered after year end. I know that the majority of small businesses, bookkeepers, and virtual assistants are using QuickBooks for their bookkeeping, so you'll hear me reference this throughout this episode, but you can use these same steps for whichever bookkeeping solution you're currently using. The first thing you want to do when closing the books is to make sure you have all your invoices recorded for the year. This is also a great time to look over your accounts receivable list to see if there are any customers that have accounts that are past due. If you know you have a customer that you have made attempts to collect and they will not pay, you can write off the unpaid balance. Your goal here is to make sure your accounts receivable report is only showing items you know you'll be able to collect from your customers. You will want to do the same for any expenses that you have. If you have any bills that need to be paid or have already been paid but not recorded, make sure to record them as well. Go over your accounts payable report and make sure that all the bills that are listed are indeed amounts that you intend to pay. When you receive your last bank statement or statements, make sure you reconcile them. You should have all the bank statements reconciled throughout the year and when you do this last bank reconciliation, make sure you don't have any outstanding deposits, checks, or withdrawals that you have entered that may need to be voided. If you're using QuickBooks, you will simply look at the bank reconciliation screen to see if there are any items that you have not checked off that have not cleared and you'll want to look into each item to see if it will actually be clearing in the future. Or, if not, you would be voiding the transaction. You'll want to do this to ensure you don't have any duplicate deposits which would overstate your income and increase the amount of taxes you may need to pay. Nobody wants this to happen, right? You also want to make sure you don't have any additional expenses that would cause your profit and loss report to be inaccurate. After you finish reconciling your business checking, savings, and credit card statements, you should feel that you have all your transactions entered for the year. From here, every business tends to be different, so I'll do my best to help you through a standard business close. I recommend running a balance sheet so you have a good idea of all the different asset, liability, and equity accounts you have set up for your unique business. Our goal is to go through each of your balance sheet items and make sure that the balance it shows as of the end of the year is the correct balance. Starting at the top of the report, you have your assets. This will include items such as your checking account, savings account, and accounts receivable. You have already reconciled your bank accounts, so these balances should be correct. You have also made sure that you had all your invoices to your customers entered and any uncollectible amounts have been written off, so your accounts receivable balance should be correct as well. If your business has any fixed assets, they will also show up in the asset section of your balance sheet. Your fixed assets will include long-term assets you purchase that have an asset life of a year or longer. These items are normally depreciated over a certain amount of time, but must be listed in your fixed asset account. 
make sure if you purchased any new fixed assets during the year that they are correctly recorded here. Inventory is another asset you may see on your balance sheet depending on what type of business you have. You will want to make sure the end of the year inventory amount is accurate. You may need to do a physical inventory to find out what this amount should be, but it is important that you have the correct amount reflected on your balance sheet at the end of the year. Next, we'll move down to your liability section of your balance sheet. These are items you owe. You will see your accounts payable show up here, but again, you should have gone through this account to make sure you had all your bills recorded and made sure the bills listed in your accounts payable report are indeed amounts you need to pay. Your credit card liabilities will show up under liabilities as well. You should have reconciled each of these accounts when you reconciled your other bank statements and these amounts should be reflecting correct amounts. If you have any loans, they will also show up under your liabilities. You may have a current liability, such as a line of credit, that will be paid back within a year, or a long-term liability, which could consist of a loan that will be paid back in a term longer than a year. Either way, you want to make sure that all of the loans you have are reflecting the correct year-end balances. Sales tax will be another liability you may see on your balance sheet if you have any sales tax you need to remit. Make sure the balance is the true balance you owe as of the end of the year. When you know that you have all of your balances correctly stated for your assets and your liabilities, I recommend you then generate a profit and loss report. This will list all of your income and your expenses for the year. You can go through each of your accounts and make sure that you have recorded each entry in the correct account. If you see something that needs to be changed, now is the time to make the change. For example, if you've accidentally recorded your telephone expense under repair and maintenance, you would want to make sure you correct this prior to having your tax return prepared so that each account has the correct amount. One often overlooked expense is the mileage expense. If you're using the standard mileage rate to calculate your mileage expenses for the year, you want to make sure you first have a log of all your business trips made throughout the year. You will want to add all of your miles you have driven for business purposes and multiply that times the standard mileage rate. This rate varies from year to year. Once you have this dollar amount of what your deduction should be, you'll want to record this in your books as well. This can add up to be a considerable amount if you do a lot of driving throughout the year for business. When you have all of your transactions recorded and you've gone over your reports and everything looks good, I would highly recommend setting a lock date or in QuickBooks they call it closing the books. To do this, you simply enter a date that you no longer want any entries to be entered in past a certain date. At the end of the year, this date would normally be your year-end date. If you're using QuickBooks, it will let you set a password so if in the future there are any adjustments that need to be made, you can record them after entering the password. Finally, I recommend doing a backup of your data file if you're using a computerized software for your bookkeeping. You should be doing a backup periodically already, but year-end is also a great time to do an additional backup. You never know when you might need it. You can keep this backup with your tax return 
so that you have it if you ever need to reference it in the future. If after listening to this podcast, you have questions about closing the books for your business, or if you're a virtual assistant and you would like to learn more about how you could add an additional income stream to your business by offering this service to small business owners, please feel free to contact me. You can email info at financialadventure.com and I will personally respond to any email messages you send. All right, to recap this episode, number one, closing the books is simply the process to make sure that all of your financial transactions are entered up to date and recorded properly. Number two, make sure that all of your invoices are recorded for the year and look over your accounts receivable list to ensure you have the correct ending balance. Number three, do the same for any expenses that you have. Go over your accounts payable report and make sure that the balances that you show there are correct as well. Number four, you should have all bank statements reconciled throughout the year. Number five, ensure that you don't have any duplicate deposits that would overstate your income and Make sure you don't have any additional expenses that would cause your profit and loss report to be inaccurate. Number six, run a balance sheet and go through each of your balance sheet items to make sure that the balance it shows at the end of the year is the correct balance, including your checking account, savings account, accounts receivable, fixed assets, and inventory. Make sure the balances in your liability section of your balance sheet are correct as well. Those would be balances such as your credit card liabilities, loans, whether current or long-term, payroll liabilities, and sales tax. 7. When you know that you have all of your balances correctly stated for your assets and your liabilities, I recommend you generate a profit and loss report. Go through each section of your accounts and make sure that you've recorded each entry in the account correctly. Number eight, mileage expenses. Once you have the dollar amount of what your deduction should be, you wanna make sure you record this in your books. Number nine, I highly recommend setting a lock date or closing the books within QuickBooks. Number 10, Do a backup of your data file if you're using a computerized software system for your bookkeeping. And number 11, if you have questions about closing the books for your business, or if you're a virtual assistant and want to learn more about how you can add an additional income stream to your business by offering this service to small business owners, please feel free to contact me. You can email info at financialadventure.com and I will personally respond to any email messages you send. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, 
Leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do.